0: Today it's Wednesday, the 24th of October, 2018. A World War II-era plane crashed on a Los Angeles freeway on Tuesday. The plane, a North American T-6 Texan, crash-landed on Highway 101 near Agora Hills, California, gridlocking traffic throughout the surrounding areas during the busy commuter hours, causing backups on the freeway and alternate routes as far away as Thousand Oaks and Simi Valley. The pilot, who was able to escape to safety after the landing was the only person on board the aircraft and there were no reports of property damage or injuries on the ground. A spokeswoman for the Van Nuys Airport confirmed that the plane, with its German Axis insignia on the wings, was part of the Condor Squadron, a non-profit vintage flying club based out of the Van Nuys Airport. Patrol officials received reports of the smoking plane hovering over the freeway about 1.45 p.m. local time, minutes later callers told authorities the aircraft was now on the freeway. It is unknown as of press time the cause of the accident or if mechanical failure was to blame. Ford Motor Company began production on its brand new Ford Ranger pickup this week. The model had not been sold in the United States since 2011, and the model's reboot marks the start of a big change for Ford. Moving away from the compact cars and sedans that it focused on for the past several years, Ford is trimming down its model lineup to only a few different models. The Ranger debut kicks off a product offensive for the automaker as the company moves to replace 75% of its U.S. portfolio with new vehicles or redesigns of existing nameplates by 2020. By 2023, Ford will have three more nameplates in its lineup than it does right now, despite plans to drop the Fusion, Focus, and Fiesta sedans and hatchbacks. This according to the Detroit News, which states that the midsize truck segment is growing, as U.S. buyers look for utility vehicles that are smaller than the F-150s, Dodge Rams, and Sevi Silverados. You can start looking for the new Ford Ranger trucks to be on dealer lots in January of 2019. The Concorde jetliner, the fastest commercial airliner on Earth, was capable of traveling at twice the speed of sound and crossing over the Atlantic in just three and a half hours. Compare that to eight-hour flights from New York to Paris, still commonplace today. With planes under both the Air France and British Airways banners, the Concorde's famous drooping nose enabled the aircraft to switch between being streamlined to reduce drag and achieve optimal aerodynamic efficiency without obstructing the pilot's view during taxi and takeoff, as well as make efficient landing operations, as due to the high angle of the plane during takeoff, the long pointed nose obstructed the view and necessitated the capability to droop. The supersonic jet was seen as a groundbreaking development in the world of flight, but price was a huge deterrent. In 1997, the round-trip ticket price from New York to London was $7,995, more than 30 times the cost of the cheapest option to fly the same route. Although the high rate of speed, over 1,300 miles per hour to be exact, made many people nervous about disaster on catastrophic levels, the Concorde's history began with very little incident, until the 25th of July, 2000. On world news tonight, this Tuesday, the first Concorde to crash just after takeoff from Paris. 113 people are killed, which included everyone on board. It is the world's most glamorous passenger aircraft. We'll take a closer look. What's the magic, and what will this crash mean to Concorde's future? And that crash signaled the end to the future of the supersonic jet. The plane shortly after takeoff from the Charles de Gaulle Airport in France en route to New York City crashed into a hotel in the small town of Gonesse, killing four on the ground and all 109 people on board. Concorde was grounded, and investigations and research ensued. Not until the 11th of September 2001 did another Concorde fly, and this flight ironically landed just moments before the World Trade Center attacks on the United States. But the Concorde never quite recovered, and on the 10th of April 2003, citing low passenger numbers following the Paris crash, the slump in air travel following the September 11th attacks, as well as rising maintenance costs, Air France and British Airways simultaneously announced that they would retire the Concorde later that year. And 15 years ago today, Concorde's final flight landed at Heathrow Airport amid much publicity and fanfare. But on the 15th of September 2015, Club Concorde announced it had secured over 160 million pounds to return an aircraft to service. However, the amount of restoration and reprovisioning needed to actually do so has yet to be named, and technology might just be moving a bit faster, even than a Concorde, in the near future. As we often state here at Outlook in Review, our commitment to an unbiased and fact-based reporting standard generally dictates an avoidance of many topics that are just rife with scandal and gossip, speculation and godless chatter. But this commitment also dictates a discernment when choosing the topics that we do discuss. So what is true discernment? true discernment is absolutely impossible without divine power to have true discernment we must have the true discerner the holy spirit to lead us into all truth we read about this in john 16 we cannot fully and accurately understand what god says to us in his word without the illuminating and clarifying work of the holy spirit In 1 Corinthians 2, Paul writes that the thoughts of God no one knows except the Spirit of God. We have received the Spirit who is from God, Paul continues, so that we may know the things freely given to us by God, which things we also speak not in words taught by human wisdom, but in those taught by the Spirit. Paul goes on to clarify that someone without the Holy Spirit, a natural man, does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, and he cannot understand them. Discernment ultimately depends on the Holy Spirit. As we are filled with and controlled by the Spirit of God, He makes us discerning. He leads us into all truth by granting us hunger for God's Word and the ability to discern its true meaning something that the natural man, as we just read, is incapable of doing. Now, we find the principles for discernment in the Bible. Only through a scripture-saturated mindset can we lead discerning thoughts and lives. There is no shortcut, no other way to equip our minds, and only as we master the Word of God, being led by His indwelling Holy Spirit, are we made adequate and equipped for every good work, as we read in 2 Timothy 3, to be led by the Spirit, filtering all things through the outlook of a scriptural perspective. That is the essence of true discernment.